Lisa Lanier is on the line. Oh, I was going to tell you. Maybe I have a lawsuit. I don't know. We'll ask Lisa in a minute. Uh, I cut my finger 10 days ago. Oh. You're still bandaged. Ago. Still bandaged. The, I showed it today the other day, the cut. I'm not sure. I might should have gotten stitches. I mean, it's a fairly deep cut, but it is healed, but not proper, not the way I wanted it to. It's not bleeding anymore. No, it's not. Well, then they're not going to stitch you. Every day, I, I think I should have gotten stitches day well, one. Then, yeah. I, I, every day, I put on Neosporin and a Band-Aid. And my wife looked at it last night. And she said, I'm not happy with this. And I looked finally at the Neosporin. My daughter did and said, I think there's something wrong with this Neosporin. I said, what could possibly be wrong? It's Neosporin. Exactly. She says the use-by date is April 10th, 2002. And so, 2002. 2002. So I said, oh, lawsuit. That's lawsuit right there. Law just, against your eyeglass manufacturer? She's the man. <laughs> Almost 20 years ago. Almost 20-year-old Neosporin. I, I don't... You know, it, it obviously it's too late now. Mm -hmm. uh, the hay's in the barn, as mm -hmm. the uh, they say. Mm -hmm. But uh, perhaps you should have used a butterfly bandage in lieu of of just yeah. a standard bandage. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. That and when I looked at it, I don't know if they could have. That's in a really weird. Your nail mm -hmm. is there. I, I don't know. know if they could have sewn it up. It's weird. I mean, maybe they have a staple or a, a glue or something <sighs> they put on there. I don't know. Yeah, you could have super glued it. And when you first said neosporin, I thought you meant for your beehole. No, no, I'm not Same. using them. I'm not using them on my beehole. Maybe I should. Well, that, that's, what, that's the first place my mind went. It's that's not what I hurt. thought you meant, but you didn't say your finger. Oh, maybe I should use it on my When you say cream and salves, I go straight to the bottom. You know, if I use my finger as the applicator, I just knock out two in one. <laughs> Kill two birds. Kill yeah. two birds. Right. Don't you think? Your finger will sure. get hep C. <laughs> then now you can't it? wash it. Uh, that's right. No. No, I can't. That's right. I mean, you want it to. That's right. Yeah, Lisa will help me with it. Lisa, who can I sue? Neosporin? Who's who's in the crosshairs here? There she well, is. Did it, did, it happen, did it happen at work? That would be really handy if it happened at work. It happened at the gym. It happened, I, oh. Yeah. I was, well, I, they got big pockets. Deep. Deep pockets. Deep pockets at that Deeper gym. than this place. I was about to fall, so I grabbed the trash can lid, and some metal was exposed and got my finger. It cut me. And I, oh, I said to, the yeah. young lady was coaching. It's a boutique gym. I said, I'm a cut. I'm bleeding. She said, oh, Jesus. And she, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever bled in here Nobody's before. Nobody's ever bled before. What did you do? So I grabbed oh. the trash can. What's going on? So that's it. <laughs> Let's get to these legal cases now, Lisa. I'm fascinated by this one. And, you know, it was worse than I thought. Yesterday we were talking about this woman. She lives in Florida. And she's older. She's 82, and she got a scam phone call. You've probably heard about it. Somebody pretending to be her granddaughter said, I need money. I'm in trouble. I'm in jail. I've been I'm in, in jail. Accident. All of these things. So the woman went to the bank. At that time, it was BB&T. Now it has merged to become Truist Bank. This is a couple of years ago. But the signs aren't up. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the longest merger ever. Yeah. This was three years ago they started this thing. That's, this is when this happened. She yeah. was at BB&T. Yeah. So she went to BB&T, and she started drawing out chunks of money, $8,000, $10,000, $50,000. Eventually, the woman kept calling back. She withdrew $700,000 from this bank. And I think at one point, one of the tellers said, what is this for? And she'd say, and they were, in, she was instructed to tell the bank, it's for home renovation. I'm remodeling. And my, my contractor needs cash. That's right. So she was allowed to take out $700,000. Now she and her lawyers are filing suit against her bank, Truist, because under Florida's Adult Protective Services Act, anyone who suspects a vulnerable adult is being exploited must report it to a hotline. Specifically, we're talking about banks who see something like this happening. So they're saying the bank tellers, the bank managers should have noticed this, reported it to this hotline, and she shouldn't have lost this money. 
It's kind of like a bartender stopping you from drinking when you've had too much. But didn't they ask her, and she gave them an excuse? She at, said at one point she, she said, I, you, "You're I, taking out all this money," and yep. she's, uh, "Well, I'm fixing my house." Yeah, that's what okay. she was told to say by the how how deep well, I don't by know. the scammers. Okay, so how deep do you have to dig? Uh, yesterday, I was on the bank side saying, come on now, nobody ever asked that stuff. But you do, if you if there's a weird charge, say, on your credit card, they'll call you and say, you know, did you do is this? Is this really you? Is this really you? What do you think, Lisa? Is the bank on the hook for anything like this? Well, you know, Florida does have a statute that requires the bank to take action in a situation like this because so many seniors retire to Florida, so there's just a huge problem there with Florida citizens being scammed like this. Mm-hmm. And the statute basically says that the... Um, There is a cause of action, a civil cause of action like this for money, where there's exploitation in a person, a bank, which is a person of trust and confidence, if they knowingly deprive a vulnerable adult Mm -hmm. of money or property, you have a duty to report it. They did. So here's the problem. The Uh bank didn't knowingly participate in any of this. So the statute is actually aimed at two things. It's aimed at, number one, the person intentionally deceiving the elderly person. And that's not happening here. The bank did not intentionally deceive her. And then the second arm of the statute is that when a third party is aware of it, they have a duty to report. Well, it turns out that somebody did. They called this hotline. Mm -hmm. And they they looked at the file for this hotline. And the crazy thing is that they opened a file and within an hour they closed it. And there seems to be no investigation of it. And so, you know, if anything, I think it's on the, the Florida um, it's the uh, Department of uh, Child and Family Services. If anything, it's on them that she didn't get protected because it sounds like the bank, at first they believed her when mm-hmm. she said the first withdrawal was $8,000. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, it's for some home improvements. The guy wants to be paid in cash. That was that was plausible. But then they stopped believing her when the withdrawals continued, and they went into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. This poor old lady drained her bank account of every penny she has, over $700,000. Oh, goodness. But, but, the, but I think the bank, you know, they asked the questions. They mm-hmm. called the hotline. I think they did their duty. I don't think it's on the bank. I think, if anything, it's on it's on this Florida. And this, this statute is actually aimed at the perpetrator. It's mm-hmm. aimed at that woman and man. There was a, there was a couple that did this. Mm-hmm. The woman pretended to be her granddaughter. The man pretended to be an attorney. And they would get on the phone with her and scare her that the granddaughter was in terrible trouble. And um, it's just a, it's just really yeah it's a shame, but I don't think the bank here did anything wrong. Well, when I'm all is, to hear that now, when all is said and done, is she going to get her money back? Is there any way? I don't I, yeah, I don't think she will. I mean, because yeah. these people, these scammers, you know, they're long gone. They, nobody has any idea who they are. Yeah, and and, and you don't think the Florida the, the act the hotline is will be sued or will have to give up that money? There is no money. Well, her now her attorney did say because her attorney that is is going after BB and T Truist mm-hmm. did say that he's looking into that. So mm-hmm. maybe he will add them to the lawsuit. I certainly would. I would add them to the lawsuit because I think that's who dropped the ball here. Right. Remember one of the other little parts of this case, and I don't know how if it's even actionable, but they're trying to get the Uber records because remember the um, mm. the scammers would send yeah. an Uber to the woman's house to pick up the cash. Right. That's right. So they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out who. Mm-hmm. Paid for the Ubers. That's right. And maybe they can catch the scammers that way. Man, I just feel so bad for her. It'd be great to catch them but, yeah. because, so they don't do it to anyone else, but that money's gone. That's every penny. Yeah. And, you know, you'd think 
well, I mean, she's older, so she can be taken advantage of. You'd think she'd call her son or daughter and say, is my granddaughter okay? What do you know? And then they'd say, this is a scam. You know, you figure it out somehow. Yeah. Call Some people are so frail. And I mean, who knows if she doesn't speak English as a first language. They don't do it. Or call who the knows? cops, you know. You're right. That's exactly right. Uh, the next story is also from Florida. This is an interesting one, too. A man was riding his bicycle. He's known only as the plaintiff, Mr. Whipple. His name is <laughs> no, uh, what? His name is David Whipple. The plane is Mr. Whipple. <laughs> Mr. Whipple <laughs> was following his wife into a club down Boca Raton, and there was a an arm is a gated property, and the arm was up. She went through. He was following her, and suddenly and without warning, the arm came down and knocked Mr. Whipple flying off his bicycle. Uh-huh. I can was, speak from experience. <laughs> That hurts. <laughs> I guarantee it hurts. So they are suing now the Boca Resort. They say they're responsible for the gate closing on Mr. Whipple. The resort is known as the Boca Raton, and they're interested in getting a lot of money. They're suing in excess of $30,000. He was injured, bodily injury, pain and suffering, and he is looking for a payday here. Does there need to be some sort of warning before an arm can come down on the infirm like Chris Dem or Mr. Whipple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no. I, I think we're, we're going to get it. We're going to get a directed verdict in favor of Mr. Whipple just because he's Mr. Whipple. Right? <laughs> I agree. What do you uh, think? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, this is actually a gate that they, they cycle through there all the time. They're members of this club. Mm-hmm. They go through there every day, and the gate's always up. And so there's not any not any sign that says don't go through this gate and it's the only way that you can get in and out and you know a bicycle is considered like a car it's supposed to go you know where the car goes to get to the it's like a yacht club kind of thing or a country club that they're going to and so they go through there every day and all of a sudden for some reasons one day the thing goes whap you know it's the guy (laughs) and now bless bless his heart i mean his injuries were pretty bad Mm -hmm. when they say that you know that they're seeking in excess of thirty thousand dollars that doesn't mean his injury is only thirty thousand dollars it means that that's a, just a pleading um, statement about which court you're to go in. Because if it was under $30,000, it would be in a lower court. Mm-hmm. So that, this is just saying it goes to the big court. So he's, from what I understand, he had pretty big injuries. And, yeah, I think that um, they had, uh, in Florida, they actually have a, a greater duty to on-premises than a lot of places, than a lot of states do. And I think they had a duty to either uh, keep it safe or to warn if it wasn't safe. And so, obviously, a falling arm you know wasn't safe i think they're gonna have some issues here and okay. look at it's the boca raton you know they got some money it's the, the boca raton, the boca raton. The boca raton. that's del boca vista well they got a law for everything you're gonna put us out of business <laughs> this is phase three you think i've never been hit by a falling cross arm before <laughs> he'll take him to court. this is uh god this is a nightmare for chris Dib. he bicycles he's elderly and flashbacks oh my god it's terrible there's, so there's a florida law for lowering gates, <laughs> correct, too, correct. on the elderly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they got a law for everything down there. Jesus, <laughs> they God, they don't mess to. with the old people in Florida. And they run the place. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, they do. 